Hello, guys, and thank you for listening and watching another episode of Live Free Podcast, where I talk about living a life of freedom, rest, and expansion in Christ Jesus. So happy to be back. Um, I have a word from the Lord. Um, this has been brewing in my spirit since I think Thursday. He started to download this information. And look, I know you read from the thumbnail, heart strings and the wealth transfer. I didn't think I would be doing any more videos about Sheba, XRP, or any of, you know, the coins, but uh, obviously God had different plans, right? So he is speaking and he's speaking, he's repeating himself in some of this um, of what he's given me. And I want to be very clear, you know, as I go forward, um, I want to first, before we get into the overall message, he's actually going to give me... Um, he gave me some information regarding the XRP coin um, and then also about the coins in general. So, but before we get into that, I want to first um, talk about um, the other video uh, that talks about the confirmation, the Shiba Inu coin. And I had gotten some responses in the comments regarding the uh, validity of the the dates, you know, that what that God, I said that God highlighted to me. Now, the Bible says in Proverbs 22, it says, A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver and gold. You know, and it says one thing that the rich and poor has in common, that the Lord is the maker of them all. So I'm saying that a good name is more to be esteemed is what God is saying than riches, okay? So... I take leadership seriously and the things that God has entrusted me with, which is his most valuable possession, which is people. And I love people and I love God. And even though I know that I don't have to explain myself, you know, for the sake of not wanting anyone to stumble, you know, or just not wanting anything that I say to be misconstrued or misunderstood, uh, when I spoke about the dates uh, being September 22nd through the 24th, I said that God was highlighting those dates to me. Highlighting those dates, I was stepping out on faith and I said, you know, I believe it was, you know, going to be the drop when he was going to do uh, the Sheba Inu coin. Just being totally 100 and keeping it 100 and transparent with you guys. Um, because I value people and I value my responsibility as a leader to speak, you know, and be a mouthpiece for the Lord. However, those dates that God were highlighting to me was not highlighted to me uh, for the sake of that per se, but it was highlighted to me for the sake of I entered into a fast, you know, which I didn't share with anyone. Um, when I enter into fast, I don't really share that with anyone. So God was wanting me to go into a fast for three days and also to have communion with him. And so that's what he was really highlighting to me and why is because September 24th was the the new year of, of the Jewish uh, new year, 5783, uh, where we were crossing over into the new year where things were getting ready to, you know, take place. And he wanted me to consecrate myself and come into um, um, fellowship with him for those three dates. And I did not know that until almost like the day before, but I had already given the, the video prior to that. So I just wanted to be clear on that. So, of course, you know, I went before God and I repented. I said, Lord, I don't want to be saying nothing that you didn't say, you know, and I know that you uh, prompted me and highlighted those dates. And I just, you know, 
immediately said, okay, well then I must be, you know, but then as the dates got closer, I realized it was for a fast. However, so I just wanted to make that clear and I wanted to let you know that we are people. When we give the word of God, right? We're nothing but people, we're flawed individuals, um, but that still doesn't decrease the responsibility that we have to speak accuracy and to speak the oracles of God. But I wanna say this because I don't want anyone to um, be led astray, you know, in any way, because I love people and I love, and I take the things that God has entrusted me seriously. So I'm, what you're going to get from me is transparency. Um, so I'm saying all of that to say, if I've caused anyone offense or any, you know, anyone to think something about God that wasn't true, or I don't want to bring a reproach on his name, I repent for that. You know, and I've already talked to God about that. Um, but at the same time, I I don't want people to think that when God gives me an assignment or he gives me something to say, that I'm not going to say it. Because I stand strong. I stand with ten toes down when it comes to the things of God. And I don't retreat and I don't back up because the enemy will love nothing more than for us to silence us. Oh, now what they're going to think. Oh, now I don't really really care what people think. The only thing I care about is what God is telling me to say or what he's assigning me to do. Okay, guys. So I just wanted to make that clear and I don't want to like skip over it, you know, and just keep doing videos without addressing that, you know, because I don't want anyone, anyone to be led astray, but I wanted them to know what happened behind the scenes and what really took place in that. Now, I still stand strong in the faith and knowing that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. I don't retreat and I don't back up from that. It's in his timing. So as I go forward now, we can get into the meat of the word. And I just wanted to kind of clear the air with that first before I actually, you know, went forward with that because I love people and I know God value people and he feels so strongly about it. And we just want to make sure that all hearts and minds are clear and that our hearts are pure and our hands are clean before God. And I don't mind even explaining that. You know, I know I don't have to explain, but I know I want to explain because I want people to get the right spirit of who God really is. And a part of that is knowing when to repent, knowing when to say you're wrong if you're wrong, saying you're right if you're right. That's what it's all about, guys. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's about growth. It's about maturity. And it's about knowing your position in Christ and not being afraid to be transparent before the people so that God, so that we can be relatable, so that people can receive Christ in his fullness. Now, the only person that should be your model for Christianity is Jesus. And I believe God allows things to happen for a reason. It's not so much as uh, when people say or do something, but it's your response to the the way you respond to things, the things that happen. It's just that's mo that's just as important as the thing that is happening, right? So you have to make sure, and this is where we're going to go into the meat of the word that we're not just chasing Sheba coins, that we also chasing Jesus, you know, because. I want to get in and then I'm going to transition right into the meat of this word. So God is talking about the heart string for this is the year of the Hebrew um, um, number 5783 of the Hebrew year. And this is the year that God is going to be laying 
hearts bare. He's going to be exposing and laying uh, things bare, right? So we know that the Bible says, let's see here. It talks about the heart and it talks about uh, in Luke 12, 2 and 3. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. And whatever you have spoken in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. So I'm here to tell you, God is wanting me to tie the wealth transfer with the hearts of the men and women of God and with his children. In this hour, we are looking uh, through the lens of, of not only just speaking what God is saying, but also there is, God told me that there's a test in your allegiance to him. So this is an hour of testing as well. All of the wealth transfer and all of the, the, the prophetic words that has gone forth about uh, God's blessing his people with coins, this is all a test before the blessing comes. So we have to keep our hearts clean and our hands clean in this process because know that many are being tested, including the ones that are giving the prophetic words. This is a test to see where your heart is really at. So what God has shown me, excuse me, what God has shown me is um, in the video that I put out, can two things be true at the same time? He said specifically, put that link back in the description. That video was aired in April 11th. And it talks about what is actually going on right now. Before Sheba was a thing, before any of this was a thing, God spoke through me. April the 11th, can two things be true at the same time? He said, put the link back in the description and mention it again so that people can go back and hear that video. And why he wants me to do that is because when I went back and I looked at it, he had me to look at it as well because even though we give words and we we prophesy or we speak words, you know, that God is having us say, I don't remember every single thing that God said within that video. I can kind of get the gist of it or the meaning of it, but I don't know everything he said. And from the beginning of that video to the end of that video, it talks about everything that is ha actually happening right now in terms of judgment and blessing. Can two things be true at the same time? Phenomenal. When I went back and I listened to it, I was even saying, wow, God, you was already speaking about the coins back in April when I did that video. And also, you know, if you go back to, I listened to Millie, the kingdom of God matters. You go back over a year ago, she was talking about wealth transfer. She was already talking about financial collapse and all of that. God was already speaking through his servants, the prophets. He was already speaking through other videos and through uh, other leaders. Um, but specifically go back and click the link in the description and please see that video again so you can know. And what that's going to do is it strengthens your faith. It strengthens your faith because sometimes when we get um, in a, um, a season where God is speaking some of the same things through a lot of different people, you kind of kind of like back up and you retreat to where, okay, 
this person just jumping on the bandwagon because this person said something and this person only said this, saying this because they know this now. So now they're going to speak on this so that they can get views on their channel. When really what this thing is, if you've been following God, you know, even before this became a thing, you would know that he's already been speaking about this thing. So what it does is when you go back and see old videos and you go back and see things that God was already speaking, you'll know, okay, then this person is not just saying that. And then, then this is really a word of the Lord because Sheba didn't become popular until the month of August. So you really want to make sure that it increases your faith, right? When you go back and listen to older videos and you know that we're not just presumptuously speaking, that God is really speaking. I, I can't even stress enough how that video was speaking about exactly what's getting ready to take place and what's taking place right now in terms of the coin and in terms of what God is getting ready to do. It's just God is repeating himself because he wants to strengthen your faith, right? Why do he want to strengthen your faith? And why was he speaking these things years ago, months ago, way before this thing became popular? Why? Because he knows that you, we have opposition. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy your birthright, your inheritance. He wants to take everything from you. So what God is doing is strengthening your faith by bringing multiple people, people that love him, people that are following him, people that are not just lip service only, but their heart is for the Lord to strengthen you so that you can receive it. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? And without faith, you're not going to get it. So you have to, God is not going to go back on his word. You have to know that in this hour, God wants you to have it as bad as you want it. He wants you to have it. But the only way his word works is what is based on what the scripture says. Faith. You have to walk in it. In order to please God, you have to walk in faith. And he doesn't want you to not receive but because his but because of his word and because what his word says you have to believe him in order for you to receive it you have to that's a part of who he is and the enemy knows if he can get you to back up and retreat and if he can get you to change your mind and change um, your belief in who God is, then the fear steps in and then that causes you not to receive anything right so let's talk about it so he wanted me to hone in on that. So this video is about the heart, the heart strings, he said, the heart strings and the wealth transfer, right? And then, of course, I'm going to give you uh, some of the things he mentioned about the XRP coin. Okay, so I'm going to um, actually um, get into the meat of this, and I'm going to go to a scripture that says in 1 John 2, 3, and 6, it says love and hatred for fellow believers because a lot of us in the body of Christ have been putting out warning videos. They've been putting out all kinds of things. I'm not saying it's God, but just be careful. I'm not saying it's God, but why would God, you know, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. It's like they give God a compliment and then they'll backhand the compliment with the spirit of fear. You know, so you have to know that God does not give us a spirit of fear. It's a spirit, okay? God gave us power, love, and of a sound mind. We want soundness, right? So it says in 1 John 2, 3, and 6, 
We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says I know him but does not do what, the, what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God, he is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So it's not enough to just follow God for the two fish and the five loaves. Because God said to me, this is exactly what he said. He said, this is going to be a test, a test in the people's allegiance to who I am. And then he's going to draw a line in the sand. He's separating the wheat from the tear, right? 5783 is the year of exposures. Hearts will be laid bare, says God, right? He said, my sheep know my voice. He said, in a stranger's voice, they will not follow. And then the book right here in um, John 10 and 20, 27, it says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will be snatched out of my hands. So therefore, what God is saying is, if his sheep know his voice, then we're going to follow what he tell us to do. The ones that are being snatched out of his hands is the ones that are not his sheep. So let me go even further in this. I've seen a, <clears throat> another video where it said, and the, uh, the guy was saying about, you know, he pretty much convinced everybody in his video not to listen to people that are prophesying about the Sheba in the coin. And what I heard in the comments of others, uh, how they were convinced and people were backtracking and backing out and they were saying, oh, I'm so glad you made this video. So now I know, you know, I'm not, you know, I almost got sucked in. I almost got pulled in and all this. But I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, without faith it's impossible possible to please God. But let me tell you, show you another way that God says he looks at this. He looks at this in a way as idolatry and as stubbornness. 1 Samuel 15 and 23 it reads, for rebellion is as the sin as witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. And we know he was talking to Saul through the prophet Samuel. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Hear me when I say this. People allegiance, God is testing the allegiance of who is for him and who is not for him. Let's look at the definition of what rebellion. Rebellion is an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. What is stubbornness? Stubbornness is refusing to change an opinion or course of action in spite of, of difficulty or urging. I'm going to read that again. Stubbornness is refusing to change an opinion or course of action. So when somebody tell you it's not God and you believe them, you have now be, be, made them become your God because you didn't seek the Lord for yourself. All right. So it says refusing to change an opinion or course of action in spite of difficulty or urging and the urging of the Holy Spirit. And then rebellion is an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. 
So the Bible says in 1 Samuel 15 and 23, for rebellion is the sin as witchcraft and stubbornness is iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord through his servants, the prophets, through his word, because his word talks about gold and silver and Sheba. He also has rejected you from being king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I have feared the people and obey, obeyed their voice. You better know who you're listening to in this hour. It can cost you your entire inheritance. It can cost you your relationship with the most high God, right? So this is serious. Like he said, his sheep know his voice, but a stranger's voice they will not follow. So this is a test of your allegiance. This is a test in, you know, even the people that are bringing the words. Because when we bring a word from the Lord, that word hits us first before it even comes to you guys. The word is not just for the audience. The word is for the one who's giving the word. That word comes to test the person who's speaking it. So as leaders, this is why we have to remain humble. We have to remain in a posture and a position that if we do get it wrong, we repent and we get back in line, right? Because we want to be relatable to people and we want them to see the true, the true presence of Christ, right? Because this is what it's all about. It's about pointing people back to them. And also, God wanted me to hone in on this. If you go to Genesis to Revelation, you will see time and time again where men and women of God made mistakes. David committed adultery and committed murder. And God called him a man after his own heart. Why? Because he repented. It ain't because people are perfect. The character is made in in that in in that secret place in that place where you know um, when nobody's looking what are you doing who are you really when nobody's looking that's who character is that's what the bible calls fruit right and only god knows that because the bible says in jeremiah 17 and 9 it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it i the lord search the heart I test the mind. You hear, you hear that testing? Even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings, as a, as a partridge that, brood, that broods but does not hatch, so is he who get riches but not by right. It will leave him in the midst of his days, and in the end, he will be a fool. Okay? So God is saying, I, the Lord, I test the heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But I, the Lord, search the heart and I test the mind. Even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. And I want to say this to say that God is testing the hearts and the minds of the people, right? But he wanted me to, to really hone in on the people. And he called it this who are chasing him. He said, are you a God chaser or a coin chaser? He says, are you the people that's following him for the two fish and the five loaves? Or what was your relationship like before Sheba became a thing? What was your <clears throat> relationship with Jesus like before God told you it was a wealth transfer? Who are you behind closed doors when nobody's looking? Because that's the character and that's what God is honing in on. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. For wherever ever a man sows, he would also reap. 
He also wanted me to mention a video by Brianna Whiteside. Uh, White um, I was watching her video and it resonated so powerfully with my spirit, right? And I'm going to link her video in the description as well. It is powerful. It's really good. And this is about her dream about the Sheba Inu dog. The Sheba Inu dog that actually attacked this boy. It was actually resting and relaxing. And the boy walked over to the Sheba Inu dog. And the dog just went ahead and attacked him and took him out. And she knew that that was the dog was actually a representation of the people that didn't really know God, but was following God for the two fish and the five loaves, okay, for the wealth transfer, but don't really have a relationship with God. And that is so scriptural, scriptural. <laughs> that is so scriptural and biblical. You see this in the book of Acts, right? In the book of Acts chapter 19, verses 12, it talks about the sons of Sceva. And if you go to verse... Um, um, 13, it says, then some of the entering Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord, right? Jesus over those who had evil spirits saying, we exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish, Jewish chief priest who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on him, overpowered them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. These spirits beat the fool out of these people. Just, I want to paraphrase it for you. This became known to both all Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus and the fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord was Jesus was magnified. In other words, he's trying to rebuke spirits from the 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 Jesus whom Paul preaches versus the Jesus who they know personally. So a lot of people that don't have a personal relationship with God is trying to go off, go after this wealth transfer, but God, but they don't know God and they think, Oh my goodness, Lord help me today. They think God don't know what they're doing. I just said, God said, who knows the heart? He tests the heart and the mind. God created you. He knew that every day before one of these days came to be, your name was already written in your book. Your story was already been told. So I say this all the time. You might as well come clean. What God is looking for in this hour, in this hour of testing before anything happens, and I don't believe anything is by accident, but it's by divine appointment, right? I think that God is looking for a people to turn their hearts to you. I was in prayer the other day. And I was calling out to God and praying and I asked daddy God, I said, daddy God, father in heaven, what is on your heart? What do you want me to pray? What do you want me to say to the people? And I heard it so clear, guys. I heard it so clear. He said that scripture that we know and we know well. He, and, it, and it was like a pleading and a begging. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, um, and I will hear from heaven. But he kept saying, I just want them to turn. I want them to turn, turn from their evil ways, turn back to me, turn back to me. And he kept saying it over and over again. And I'm just crying. Tears just falling from my eyes. And so I started decreeing and declaring that the hearts of the sons and daughters would turn back to the father and that God would draw them by his spirit because he said, no man can come unless he draw them. So if you are coming and he hasn't drawn you pretty much, you ain't connected yet. 
So God is looking in this heart and this day and time, he's looking at the heart. He's looking at the heartstrings. He's testing people. He's testing the hearts and the minds of people. He's testing who is your allegiance to. If he told you something, will he not bring it to pass? He's testing about um, who you're going to believe, whose report you're going to believe. Are you going to be, believe the report of the enemy? Or are you going to believe his report? Do you know God wants the best for you? According to Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. God thinks the things that God has for us is good. And then he also wanted me to hone in on and to address the spirit of fear as it relates to your heart. And I have so many questions, you know, people ask questions today. I'll say, you know, well, they said that the, the exchanges, uh, that the things are going to be hacked. Should we just keep it on the ledger nano? Um, you know, what if something happens and all of these questions, but I'm here today to employ you to take that back to God in prayer. I'm here to tell you that God did not give us a spirit of fear. And it's not enough to just say God didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's not enough. You have to check your heart as it relates to how you see God. Because if you think that God would tell you to do something, then snatch the covers or the rug from under you, then that's that's a, that's an area that God is highlighting that you really don't really trust him and that you're really just going off of what other people are saying about it. Now, what other people are saying about it should be confirmation, right? Because before this was a thing, God had already told me to invest in Sheba before I heard anything about Sheba coin. In fact, I told you that when I went to the conference um, in um, the Joseph Summit, you know, with Apostle, Apostle Joshua Giles, when I went to the conference in August, he they didn't even talk about the Sheba coin or the XRP. One girl asked a question about the XRP coin and they pretty, um, the girl who was in charge, she pretty much said she didn't like XRP and that she really didn't want nothing to do with that coin. But I had already knew that back in April or March, God I had already tell, told me to buy XRP. So see, this is what I'm saying about God is honing in on your heart because if you in a spirit of fear and you spirit of unbelief and doubt, then chances are your most holy faith hasn't been built up that you haven't been sitting in that secret place with God to get a direct answer from him yourself, to get a direct um, um, instruction from him. So that when you hear other people talking, or if someone gives you a date that is that didn't come to pass, you would still be okay knowing that God is still going to bring it to pass. Because regardless to what I see, and regardless to even what I think, I know his ways and thoughts are higher than my ways. And I know that God is still going to bring it to pass, whether I misinterpret or whether I just get, got, get it wrong. It doesn't matter because I have a relationship with God and I know what he has told me from the beginning. Again, I'm going to link the video in the description about 911 and 1111 and 111. These numbers that I keep seeing, right? And this is all tied into the wealth transfer. This and he talked and he talked about that through me through that sermon. So I want to go back to say is God is testing the hearts and the minds of people and the ones who are speaking it. Are we going to be humbled? Are we going to do what he say to do with it? Right. So God is separating the wheat from the tear. Some are going left and some are going right. A line is being drawn in the sand with a small window to get it right and repent. A very small window, right? Get it right and repent. Now, 
Am I saying that God is going to leap down on you and she's shaking his finger? God is not mad at us. He loves us. He is long-suffering, right? We always want to bring balance to the word. He's long-suffering and he loves us immensely. We may get it wrong. We may not. We may um, not understand. And he, and that's okay. But I think out of all everything that I'm saying today, God is just saying, get a relationship, a real relationship with him. Because if you get your hands onto something that, and you don't have a relationship with God, that, that, that like the lady Brianna Whiteside was saying, she was saying that the Shiba Inu doll consumed the little boy, right? Because he didn't probably have a relationship, right? Like the seven sons of Sceva, the, the, the demons chased them down and beat them and, and wounded them and beat them up. Why? Because they was preaching in the name of the God that Paul preached, not really from a, a relational standpoint. So God wants us to get our hearts and minds clear. He wants us not perfection because we're not perfect guys. So there's no condemnation and there's no pressure. It simply just mean getting on your, getting in your quiet time on your knees, however you pray in your quiet space and really getting a relationship with God, getting your direct instruction so that whatever you hear is not going to matter because he has already given you personal instructions. These instructions are a blessing that we're getting from other prophets and other people that are speaking that God is, and what is doing is should be in strengthening your faith and strengthening, you know, but the common denominator, not the common denominator. What I noticed from the people that are really hearing from God is they went back to God. They took what we said or took what the prophets are saying. They went back to God and they said, Lord, if this is you, give me confirmation personally. That's what he's after. He wants you to come to him because this thing with Sheba is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You will now cultivate a lifestyle of not only asking him about a wealth transfer, but you'll ask him, Lord, who am I to marry? Lord, what, what, what career am I to take? Am I to go to school? Am I not to go to school? What plans do you have for my life? Because see, whether we realize it or not, all of our days were written even before one came to be is what the Bible says. Every day of your life was already written. It is your responsibility to find out from God what is your purpose? What do God want you to do with the wealth transfer? Is the wealth transfer really from God? If it's not from God, Lord, but I need to hear from you for myself. And that's what God is after. And that's what being a man or a woman after his own heart is really all about. Having a divine connection with him personally. So that when you hear things, you'll know either it's confirmation or it's not for me or it's just not God. And that's how this works. And that's why I believe God will allow you to see a flawed pastor, apostle, bishop, prophet. He would allow you to see the flaws in people to let you know you need to re redirect your attention back to him. And I love when he does that, because if you look in the book of Genesis, Abraham lied about Sarah being his wife. He told Sarah to lie to the people and say that he was, that she was his sister. 
because of how beautiful she was. And then if you keep going, Moses, I mean, we, we can just keep going with everyone who does something great for God was not perfect. And I think that's what we need to understand. It's not about, nope, it's not God. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not hearing from God. It's not even about that because I can guarantee you if you're following Christ and if you really had a real relationship with him, then you will know it's a common thing to learn how to hear the voice of God and you'll miss it from time to time. It doesn't make you a false prophet. And I mentioned that in another video. That doesn't make you a false prophet when you miss it. I actually did a video on false prophets. You don't, that's don't, that, that doesn't make you. It's the motive. It's all about the motive and the intent on the, on the spirit behind what's being said. That's what it's really about. Are you intentionally lying to people? That's what it's really all about. And are you consistently telling lies? That's what it's really all about. But if you're talking about a person who uh, has an a amazing uh, relationship with God and that their lifestyle lines up with, their, with the word and they're walking with God, then that doesn't make somebody a false prophet, baby. That doesn't make somebody a false prophet. That makes them human. And that makes you to know the only person that you need to look, look to to be your role or your example for Christianity or for being a believer is Jesus. And we need to start talking kingdom. We need to start talking. This is about the kingdom of God. This is not about religion. This is not about even Christianity. This is about being a born again believer and the kingdom of God. And I'll link the other um, kingdom principles by Dr. Miles Monroe. It's amazing. And I talk about this all the time because once you understand how the kingdom operates and the kingdom protocol, you are more inclined to be in alignment with, with, how, with God's ways then you'll be able to understand the ways of God, right? So I just want to implore you and encourage you to get a relationship with Christ, right? And what else is he having me say? So he says that he's separating the wheat from the tear. Some are getting, um, some are going left and some are going right. Um, and some are going to be consumed with the wickedness in their heart as it relates to the wealth transfer. You're going to be consumed if you don't get Repent and and follow him and not the two fish and the five loaves is what he's saying. You don't want to be consumed. You want to do it for the right reasons and you want to be blessed. And the blessings of the Lord maketh us rich and add no sorrow to it. There's no sorrow when God is in it, right? And so God says, even in his word, in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, but God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his and all who belong to the Lord must turn from evil. The Lord is not a fool. He's a master architect. He's the God of the universe. He's Alpha Omega, the beginning of the end, the first and the last. He created you. He know you inside and out. God cannot be fooled. Don't fool yourself thinking that you can just take the wealth and riches and run off and you don't have no relationship with him or you don't, you're not really following him or you don't have any intentions on blessing it and using it for his glory and for his kingdom. Don't think that God don't already know he searches the hearts and the minds and he tests the hearts and the minds of people. Don't think that he don't know your motive and intent because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. The Bible says the Lord knows those who are his. So don't think you're getting over on them. And I just tell people like this, you might as well come clean, baby. You might as well come clean because you're not going to get nothing over on them. Don't think you're going to take the money bag and run off because your pockets will have holes in it and God will deal with you, right? So also, 
he also said, let's see, make sure I covered everything he wanted me to say. And he, uh, he also gave me Jeremiah 17 and 13. It says, Lord, you are the hope of Israel who all who forsake you will be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the, in the dust because they have forsaken the Lord, the spring of the living water. Why did God give me that scripture? Because he said a line is being drawn in the sand. Remember in the book, uh, the New Testament, when he drew the line in the sand, when the woman was called an adultery. What was Jesus trying to say when he drew the line in the sand? Well, this scripture tells you in Jeremiah 17 and 13, it says, Lord, you are the hope of Israel. All who forsake you will be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the dust. That's what he was saying. So those that turn away from God will be written in the dust. So don't think that you're going to take the money bag and run because those who turn away from God will be written in the dust. We don't get away with nothing. People think they get away. We don't get away with anything, baby. But I'm here to tell you that God is merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in love. And all he's saying is get in right standing. Get in a relationship with him. Follow him. Don't chase the coins. Don't chase the Sheba Innu. Chase the God who created Sheba Innu. And that's what he wants. And you do that by just having a, a realistic, personal relationship with him. However, that relationship looks for you, for you. Okay, and I believe that's all. And then I'm going to go into uh, about the coins, what he told me. He said, um, um, he said, I hear people talking about price points. Okay, so people talking about price points, uh, prophetic price points. And um, I want to implore you that prophetic price points are great, but I want to tell you, do and invest and I know people have been saying this, the way God wants you to invest, right? Because if we get into prophetic price points, then, and if we, some, I hear some people saying, well, the prophetic price points that were given is um, maybe what God, the number that God wants them to invest. So whatever number they see, but what about the people that never saw a number? So what do they do? Did they don't, what do, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, just do what you feel the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. This is about being spirit led, right? No matter what we hear, take it back to God in prayer, right? So whatever you feel God is telling you to do, that's what you do in terms of price points. It's not about somebody giving you a price point because if God gave a if God gave a prophetic price point of $10, $13, then we know that if you put a uh, a price point in at five dollars that is going to be fulfilled right so just allow the lord to lead you on how he wants you to do it because there's a strategy i'm sure for everyone god is very methodical and he's very calculated he is extremely uh a master architect he he, he knows what he's doing so let allow the holy spirit to lead you and guide you in all truth um, in spite of what we hear, we all have to do that for ourselves. We have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. So he also said in terms of the coin, he said XRP instructions, every coin isn't to be sold at this time. So in other words, what I feel impressed upon what God is saying is some of these coins will be used as currency that you will need to make purchases for goods and services. So you don't want to put a sale, you know, and this is not financial advice. This is only for entertainment purposes only. I know we have to say that because, and I'm just telling you what he impressed upon me. Okay, I'll just put it like that. What he impressed upon me. Every coin is not to be 
put in a sale or buy limit order, right? That's why you have to seek him. It all goes back to seeking him. You see what I'm saying? So every coin is what he impressed upon me. This is my personal, um, what he told me is not to be sold at this time. Some coins are going to be used to purchase goods and services, right? Um, and also he was just saying that um, uh, highlighting once again, the, uh, for me, he had highlighted XRP, Shiba, XLM, Luna uh, Classic. Um, he also highlighted Power Ledger and um, Polkadot. And the other one was um, the Flash Crash um, points I did with Bitcoin and Ethereum. I did that, set some limit orders on that. And it's a few others I have. I think Chainlink is one. And uh, there's another one that I have. I can't remember the name of it, but Chainlink is one of them too. It's called Covo something that I bought. Um, yeah, I'm still looking into XDC and Algo as well. Um, looking at that, um, I did hear someone prophetically say that Algo is going to go up to $5, that they've seen that prophetically, I think in a dream or God gave them a vision or something like that. So Algorand and XDC as well, but the main ones are XLM, Shiba, XRP, and Luna Classic. And um, yeah, those are the main ones. But just know that... Um, just um, make sure your heart is pure before God and just make sure we are doing this for his glory, oh God. And we, we're going to be blessed and we're going to be able to leave up uh, inheritance for our children's children. But um, just be sure that you are not allowing people to talk you out of your inheritance. You are not allowing people to speak into your life that is walking in unbelief, that is walking in doubt, that is walking in fear. You don't want that type of word being spoken over you because then God is not in it. God is not in that. And the thing about it is, if you don't, if you don't hear anything from God, then, you know, chances are, then, then maybe God is not speaking to you about this. You know, we don't know that. Only you would know that. So just make sure that you are in alignment with him above all else and don't allow fear of man or the opinions of man. My, my soul investment was only was only built off of my relationship with God. When people came along and started speaking, it was confirmation. So that's why I'm trying to tell you that, you know, and so so you know, so many people will say, well, that person didn't know anything about crypto. They don't even speak crypto on their channel. I've heard people say this, you know, they they getting on the bandwagon. We've been talking about crypto for the last three, six, seven years, and they just not talking about, well, oh well, that's how God works. You know, God will use the foolish things to confound the wise. So it is what it is. But is your eye evil? Because God wanna be good to us? You have to check your heart in this situation. And it's, what is your expectation from God? What is your expe expectation? I did a video on that. I'm going to link all them videos because it talked about how God was doing good for someone else. And because God was doing good for someone else in Matthew 20, the man got upset. And God says, your eye evil because I want to do good. And I hear this. Oh, these people don't know nothing about crypto. They just jumping on the bandwagon. They just, but I'm here to tell you, God, you don't get to tell God what to do. He can talk about whatever he wants to talk about and give to his children, however he see fit to give them. So 
Guys, at the end of the day, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I know this is a long video, but I didn't think I was going to do another video about Sheba and about coins, but here I am. And I'm going to obey, obey God above all else in spite of the comments, in spite of the negativity, and in spite of the unbelief. I'm going forward in the power of the Almighty with the chariots of fire and the angels' armies that's going before me. So I want you guys to be blessed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for commenting and saying such wonderful, kind things. To God be the glory, all of him and none of me. Until next time, guys, I will see you in the next video. And you don't want to miss it because it's some good news that I do have. Thank you, love, and have a good day. Bye-bye.